hashtag first TV week 147. All right, and this is in my mind. I would be scared. I was gonna say he's like home, home girl in Martin, homeboy in Martin, coming down to get something, <laughs> sneaking around. He's funny. No, I'll be scared, and I probably if I had a gun and pull it, pull it on over, get something, get somebody to help me get him out. <laughs> like, what you doing in here? Shining a flashlight, and you run away <laughs> like a raccoon or something. <laughs> That's <laughs> You're probably right. All right, I'll go next. And I will say that these type of videos have circulated a lot, and particularly in gay groups that I'm a part of, homosexual, uh, no, gay, same gender loving male groups that I'm a part of, it will often be, oh, what if this guy showed up on, you, you walked into your bedroom and he was on your bed naked and said, come here and get down on this dick. You know, it, it's like, oh, oh okay, okay, I, I get it, it's cute. Now, I personally, me, myself, I personally, am not turned on in the, by real world sex, just for the sake of sex. Now, yes, the brother is fine, he is. And if he told me, if, if he was in my apartment and he was like, baby, I've been waiting for you, I would like, to get to know you and date you to a relationship with the goal of marriage and raising a family in the future based on our connection, growth and dating, then honestly, because I'm wild and uh, at some points, I, I, I don't think I'm this way anymore, but I certainly used to be a thirsty, desperate, but e even still, I would not necessarily turn that proposition down, e e even all things considered. But just sex for the sake of sex, just because like, hey, oh, by the way, I, I just finished dr drinking your uh, milk or, or your water, but uh, you wanna meet me in the bedroom and uh, suck this dick? Then my question would be, how did you get into my place? Please get out. Then it, it would be a very different uh, situation. But it, if he came talking what I want to hear about loving me, he was supposed to love me. Anyway, but um, dream girls, uh, I, I, I'm done. Next. It was funny you just mentioned Dreamcast because at a coincidence, I was listening to the soundtrack, but like an hour, two hours ago. 
Well, we're same gender loving men, of course. <laughs> And I love the men. <laughs> is that all you drink, sir? No. Uh, I'd watch. Real man for the fifth floor don't look like that. <laughs> he don't look like that, sis. I'd watch. Now, I'm a germaphobe, don't get me wrong. I would probably feel some type of way if he was drinking out of my container, because I drink out of my containers, because, you know, it's just it's just me. They're my containers, so I can do that. But some strange man in my kitchen doing that. <clears throat> now, you know, in the fantasy realm, looking at that, I would have no problem. <laughs> None. None at all. You hungry? <laughs> you staying for dinner, sir? <laughs> Are you into desserts? <laughs> the hell? <laughs> what kind of question is that? <laughs> That's just what goes through my mind. When I saw that, like, seriously, uh, you gonna ask somebody looking like you look? What if I, sir, you know what you look like? Quit playing. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Let me say this, since you brought up the germ thing. <sighs> What I think about, yes, yes, I, I get it, I get it. It can be unsanitary. But it's like, what if you just went on a first date to a restaurant with this dude? And at the end of the first date, you all go in for a kiss. Aren't you exchanging the same bodily fluids? Just like I said. Aaron Bicasa and Sukasa. <laughs> in the real world, though, in the it's real funny. world. Yes, uh, yes, you're exactly right. Yeah. But I, you know, honestly, I, I probably would, complaining would be the last thing I'm thinking about doing. <laughs> yeah. The hell, man? <laughs> okay. That's my answer. All right. And Kevin, that, that was your whole answer, was it? More or less. Um, on some, well, I'm kind of on the same level as for as being a germaphobe. Now, if it's just my place, me alone, I wouldn't get as much, but if say I had kids or something, then that would be a huge issue. Next, what are you most passionate about in life and what fruit has that passion bore? 
So I, I'll say for me, as far as what am I most passionate about? Creative works, honestly. And I, I, I love creating things. I, I, I mentioned it was either last week or the week before how I, I still remember when, when I was a, a young kid creating something in school, like it was one of those like school projects where you had to uh, create something in the classroom. It's like probably some type of busy work or something, but, but actually maybe it was legit. I, I don't recall, but I, I just remember as I was working on creating that thing, like I, I just felt a really good feeling come over myself. Like I, I, I love creating things. I love being creative with things. And what has that passion bore? And I, I think it's born. Is it born? But anyway, anyway, what 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 has it? I would say the fact that I chronicle my journey online since I was 25 years old. I, I've been doing YouTube videos since I was 25. I'm 38 now. I have two musical EPs because I love music. Find me off of represent. And I, I feel Verse TV is also a good creative outlet for me. And that's helpful. That's my answer. I'll just say, Aaron, that your EPs are, are were excellent. I gave him a little excellent. Aaron can sing, y'all. I don't know if y'all know this about Aaron Mack, but that brother can, he can sing. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. But uh, <clears throat> what I'm, I'm most passionate about is paying it forward, you know, um, doing kind things for other people, helping other people. Um, uh, oh, I had something else. I had something else in my mind that was tied into that, but it's the same thing as a uh, uh, creative. It, it 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 can be the same or considered the same thing as creative works because um, we have the power to create every day. So whatever you do or don't do or say or don't say has the power to create something. So. Um, paying it forward, um, just just being kind to people, uplifting other people. Um, uh, and and uh, embracing my growth along the way. I'm very passionate about that. Um, and what has what fruits have did I bear? Have I did I have I bore? so far um I, i've met a whole bunch of uh amazing people um, a, a lot of other creators as well very phenomenal creators along the way um i've witnessed people's uh sadness turn into happiness and turn into some type of hope um that's extremely fulfilling to be able to help somebody that uh, couldn't even see a way uh, out of whatever situation they were in that, uh, you know, 
like we are we all I think have experienced some sense of, of hopelessness at one point or another in our lives and to help somebody out of out of that you know just to kind of help them to keep perspective on um recognizing that they have the power to create their reality um that is uh that is a that is the fruit of of any seeds planted from you know setting an intention when you when you're passionate about helping people or whatever you're passionate about I like fruit, but I, I don't have anything else to say. I mean, I like creating things. That's all I have to say. And I think my passion has always just been music in general, because you could say a lot through music without saying anything very true all right and our last card of the evening a very interesting one if your credit score was a person describe what kind of person it would be can i go you sure can Mine would be, let me guess, Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk, a great credit score. And it will be like super high <laughs> and right. excellent. <laughs> right on. Uh, okay. I, I, I'll go ahead and go next and I'll say, if my actual credit score was a person, what would the person be? It would be uh, somebody who, according to Credit Karma, <laughs> needs some work. Oh, crap. I just said a name. I'm glad y'all didn't even realize it. But um, there was this dude that I dated, and um, he he is such a sweet guy. He saw my credit score because I, I just showed it to him on Credit Karma, and he was like, oh, "Okay, well, you know, it need it needs work," and I was like, "That's exactly what the app is saying," and he was like, "Oh." Well, th that's just what came to my mind. Anyway, I also wanted to add that just, uh, I think it was yesterday, I was speaking with my uncle about steps that, steps to increase credit, things you can do as far as paying off your credit cards and, and the ways to do so correctly so it actually looks good on your credit to just use a little bit but pay it off at x time so it can stay on your credit long enough to show that it's there but not too long to show that you're not paying before the due date because you should always pay i think before the uh due date anyway 
but yeah, that that's me. Um, somebody who needs some work, but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. And hopefully the, the well, anyway, I always make everything about the man for me, but um, I'm done. It's getting better. I'm right there with you. <laughs> Needs work. Uh, it's 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 pretty good. Uh, it's it's been pretty consistent. Fortunately, I don't have a bunch of like I don't have any credit cards at this time. Like I had my first credit card, kind of kind of traumatized me because you know I was 18. I took out I got I got approved for a $200 credit limit with a nine point. 99% APR at first. And then after so long, the interest shot up to 20%. Darn it. So it was like 200. I ended up paying over $1,000 for a $200 credit limit, because I just didn't know, you know, I wasn't taught anything about finances. All the, you know, everything I know now I have, have to learn on my own. Thank God for YouTube and Google. And, uh, uh, you know, the masses of information that's available at our fingertips, uh, thanks to these smart devices and uh, the internet. But um, yeah, it, it's still, um, it's, uh, you know, it, it always needs work unless you have like uh, consistent income, you know, or like a really high paying job without a whole bunch of responsibility. Um, but you know, I'm a single mother, so I have to finagle the bagel sometimes <laughs> to make things happen for my children and make you know make sure they have things that they need because um, they need the things that I need and um, you know we all need lights and heat and hot water and food and you know personal products and stuff like that and uh, and of course clothing and stuff but you know I, I, I am a thrift a thrifty shopper and I use coupons and you know all that and go for the bargain as much as possible because I've, I've had to stretch a dollar for 17 years now so um <clears throat> but that's where i'm at i'm uh i definitely um am, am in good standing but it could be it could always use some work kevin Um, my credit really is not good at all. And I realized as I got older, um, they definitely caught me when I was what, 18 also. I didn't know anything about credit. They sent me a, what, $7,000 credit card. I know nothing about it. So yet like the unknowledgeable teenager I was about that at the time, yes, I kind of spent it. Felt like free money. Yeah, that I was young and dumb. That's what I thought. Right. Yeah, oh, until cool. the statement came in the mail. 
Exactly. I had a, I, you know, when I got after that, I mean, after that one card, eventually, you know, I kind of got the hang of it and I ended up getting like maybe a $3,000 credit limit through Discover. And uh, I totally abused it. I'm not even gonna lie. I was like, you know, using it to pay bills, <laughs> using it to buy meals and you know, like I was, I was working for someone else instead of for myself. So I didn't have a, a, a way to be like, okay, this was a, a work expense, but, um, you know, I just totally abused it and I, I didn't deserve it. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I had no control. <laughs> so I was like, oh, right. Like it, it's, it feels like free money until the statement comes and you have to pay it back. So, and then you still have your regular bills to pay. So right. it's, a, it's a lot right. of responsibility. You have to be disciplined and responsible and not live above your means and can't live a, a caviar lifestyle with hamburger money for sure. <laughs> since, since we all spoke honestly about, about our credit limits and, and the horror stories, I... I also had a $3,000 credit card when I was way too young to have it. <laughs> and I, that, that credit card followed me into my 30s. Because what happened, it was a $3,000 credit card, of which I spent about $2,000, add on another $1,000 in fees. And next thing you know, by the time I, I, I got the credit card when I was like 20, 21, by the time I was 24, it was a $10,000 public domain that a lawyer had to drop a, a package at my door. And I, I was like, what is this? Oh, by the way, you owe us $10,000. And I was like, what? And that, like I said, that was a struggle all the way up until my, uh, until very recently. But I am so grateful that is off of my back. Hallelujah. Oh my gosh. It took me a long time to finish that because what happens, okay, I, I'm going to name this because this might help somebody. Even after your credit card gets closed, you are still accruing interest on it. So even after it's revolving, huh? Revolving, revolving interest. That's what they call right. revolving interest. You know, that's and I really think that's credit. Those credit cards and like mortgages and stuff, and you know things like that with compound interest and revolving interest and stuff. I really think that's predatory lending, all of it. You know, especially for people who are deemed credit worthy by numbers. They're, they're deemed credit worthy by um, how much they make and how many bills they've paid on time and how much credit they've utilized in the past. Cause you're really only supposed to utilize like 30% of whatever. So if you have $3,000 credit line, you shouldn't use more than $300 of, mm -hmm. you know, of that. And then you have to, for it to be in excellent, you know, your credit to be excellent, you have to pay the amount off in full instead of making, making payments every month mm -hmm. on that 300 of the 3000. 
you know, for it to, you know, actually be high and um, for you to be deemed credible in the, in the, or credit worthy in, in the credit realm, you know, or financial realm. I was just um, watching uh, a YouTube video about that uh, yesterday. You know, uh, they were talking about uh, compound interest and stuff like that. It's like, it's really hard to get out of, get away from. Uh, you know, if you have regular monthly expenses, there's no way you can pay that off without uh, sacrificing every luxury. You can't have any can't have any luxuries if you have to pay those high interest cards or like com you know compound interest on on loans and stuff like that. I personally personally think that is something that should definitely be taught in high school. Yeah. I had a, I do recall in the 10th grade having a human resources class. I actually learned how to write a check and balance a checkbook and how to pay a bill and uh, wow. you know basic financial life skills in that class. Things that my own parents weren't able to teach me because they didn't have anyone to teach them and they they lacked the the knowledge. So um, there's a human resources it's called human resources, but you know, of course, it's not just about balancing the checkbook. It's a, it's about you know um, understanding what it means to to be responsible. Right. Uh, so, but if it weren't for Felicia Austin, thank you if you're still alive and well. I love you and I miss you and I remember you. I'll never forget you in my life. Um, if it weren't for her, I would have never known how to write a check or to balance a checkbook or to check a ledger, you know, like, you know, balance my earnings, you know, um, balance my spending and all that and budget and everything. I wouldn't have even been like, I, I mean, I would have been interested of course, but it, that would have come later on and not as early as it, as it did. Like the, I wouldn't have had as much understanding or the, um, uh, I wouldn't have cared about even finding out, you know, because I was a teenager, you know, just how we all started off, you know, like I had a little job. I've been working since I was 12 years old. I'll be 40 this year, you know, so it's nobody told. Oh, so Yeah, I got the I got the $200 credit card and I was excited and everything. And I was like, OK, I'm going to only use this for emergencies. And my mom's like, oh, don't get don't get carried away, you know, and I started buying gas for the car, for my mm -hmm. first little car. And then I was buying stuff for work to be able to be presentable at work. And then I bought myself something to eat, you know, because I was hungry and I was, uh, you know, going to going to school and, you know, just trying to balance life. And, um, um, you know, try to trying to be grown like what I thought grown was. So <laughs> <laughs> but I was just. I was ignorant and I was learning. So, you know, and it, and I'm still, it's still learning never stops. You, you, right. Things change, you know, you have to learn how to read the fine print. You got to learn that early. I didn't learn that. I, 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 I was taught that yeah, in the, um, the human resources class, but I didn't pay attention the first time. I, <laughs> it just, I just, it just. That was something. <laughs> 
in my very, very early 20s. So definitely with anything you sound, read that small print because it says a lot. It does. And then, and then, you know, uh, as a, as a parent, it's different too. Or if you, even if you have a pet, it's different because you have to include those expenses and right. your monthly budget. So, you know, you have to learn how to give up some things or say, you know, really be responsible with yourself and say, Hey, do I really need this? You know, like I can go home and fix food or I can pack my lunch for work. If I have a nine to five, or if I don't have a nine to five, I work for myself. So I'll pack something because I have food in, in the house instead of stopping somewhere that's unhealthy anyway. And that's, you know, um, uh, spending money that's unnecessary. So, you know, especially when I have food at the house, I'd rather, you know, enjoy the food that I purchased for me to enjoy instead of going someplace like McDonald's or something for, you know, something that's not even good for me anyway. It's not good for me. It has no nutritional value. So, you know, why would I spend money on it? You know, it's just, just, just the way society is set up, you know, all these, like, I always joke around and say, I should have gotten advertisement, but I'm kind of serious about that now. I probably should have really gotten to advertising because they bank. <laughs> <laughs> they bank off of us. They pimping us, y'all. <laughs> and um, similar to that, something I also picked up on, mm definitely well years ago when they do commercials about pills listen to everything about it <laughs> well <laughs> doesn't seem like it's worth it does it <laughs> listening the sound effects <laughs> that's what you gotta pay attention to. Yeah, because you end up with more problems trying to uh, take a pill as a solution to the problem and, you already have when really those pills not, are creating it, additional issues because they're not natural. You know, like besides advertising, big, big Pharma is the big, like the wealthiest industry in existence. <laughs> Seriously, they bake off of people's being sick they count on that and and they profit from it actually like it's disgracefully disgusting how much money people you know like oh you're depressed well here try this pill <laughs> oh you have some anxiety oh <laughs> this will calm you down <laughs> but then <laughs> you end up with kidney issues <laughs> liver issues erectile dysfunction like lack of sexual desire like like who wants to, like i'm young i don't want to get rid of those things it's a lot it's a lot you have to like you know and it's like and then and then when you're feeling so, uh, any type of way and you reach out for help you know it's like they don't even offer an alternative. They're just gonna offer what's going to help them out financially. 
Yeah. They're not going to well, offer what's going to help you out holistically. <laughs> all, all, all right, excellent. Let's go ahead and close out the show. Oh. We can have any conversations after. But okay. Yeah, because yeah, I'll keep. <laughs> <laughs> And this has been the Homos Talk Show, which is Verse TV, week 147. And we will all introduce ourselves and where we can be found. And I'll close this out for the final. Um, I'll go Jasmine, um, Creole Girl on Instagram. YouTube, Justin, Jazzy, Crafty Ideas, you know, Facebook, Jasmine Gary Glassford. And I'm Ethan. Thanks, everybody. Good night. Good night, Jasmine. And I am Chrissy Marie from Cleveland, Ohio. You can find me on Instagram at Chrissy Marie, just the way it's spelled at the bottom of the screen. And on Facebook at Christine Shields. Let me just uh, interject. Currently, sorry, uh, while it did that on StreamYard, it, it won't display your screen name at the bottom of, for the actual recording. Oh. Hmm. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. So it's spelled C-H-R-I-S capital S, capital E, capital E, capital M, lowercase A-R-I-E on, on the gram. And uh, my government, Christine Shields on Facebook. I have a couple Facebook's account, Facebook accounts um, with purple hair because I don't care. No. <laughs> but uh, my favorite color. That's where you can find me. I, um, um, Kevin, um, well, y'all might be counting Facebook right now, but on Twitter and Instagram, um, screen name is two words merged into one. It's basic complexity. And wow. All right, spelling that out for you, it's B-A-S-I-C-C-O-M-P-L-E-X-I-T-Y. All right, and once again, I'm Aaron Mack, and this has been Hashtag Verse TV Week 147, Homo's Talk Show. I can be found at versetv.com. I can be found at V-E-R-S-T-E-A-B. And that's that's where you, that's where you find the conglomerate. At V-E-R-S-T-E-A-B, versetv, versetv.com, hashtag V-E-R-S-T-E-A-B. Talk to y'all later, social media world. Have a great day, social media family. Have a great day. Talk to y'all later. Be blessed. Peace. Bye, guys. The Homeless Talk Show. Hashtag First TV. Chrissy Marie from Cleveland, Ohio. I'm Aaron Mack in Cleveland, Ohio. Jasmine from Houston. 
Kevin currently in Philadelphia. Hashtag first TV. On hashtag first TV. Week 147. 